In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karen Kambule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Hello there. Welcome to Wet Anchor Podcast again. This episode continues on the story of King Hezekiah. As we had read in last week's episode about how Hezekiah went to God when he was in trouble and he had remembered the words of God and the promises of God and he went to God believing that God would remember his promises and he was healed. The episode is titled Still Holding God to His Word. This is now the second episode in the series about holding God to His Word. This is about going back to what God has said and saying to Him, You said it, Father. And that we asking God for in prayer, things that we believe in God to do, we just go there because we believe that God has all the solutions for whatever issues that we face in life. But if you go to God with His Word, you are holding something that God cannot deny. You are holding something that God cannot change. You are holding something that God has to do because he has promised. And because the word of God tells us that he is not the son of man that he should lie, that he is God of truth, that it is impossible for him to lie. Therefore, we can take his word and say, this is the word of God, I believe it. The whole Christianity is based on us believing the word of God, us believing that the story about Jesus Christ coming in the flesh and dying for our sins and rising up on the third day is true. In the book of Romans chapter Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, it says that if we believe the Lord Jesus Christ, if we believe that he was raised from the dead, if we believe and we confess that word that he is Lord and in his reason, therefore we are saved. Therefore our salvation is dependent on our believing the word of God. And whatever then thing that we're facing, we need to find the scripture reference for that and go to God and say, this is what you said in your way. Now King Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. And that is found in the book of Second Kings chapter 18. Now, the word of God tells us that he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. So this is a man that didn't just go believe God for the things that he wants from them. So God wants us to obey his word. And if God says to you, um, thou shalt not do that, we have people that want to use God as a source of the thing that they want from him instead of having a relationship that says, I believe you, God, when it comes to salvation. And I also believe you, God, when it comes to instruction in your word and your commandments. The simple commandment when God says, love one another, love your neighbor as yourself. If you believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is Lord and died for your sins and was risen on the third day, then you also should believe when he says, love one another. So we should not be having an argument that says, I will not uh, love this one because I will not love that one because, because the word of God tells us that we should love. So if you believe Jesus in one thing, then you should also believe him on the other. Now Hezekiah did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. 
It says further that he trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, and that there was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. So this was a man that believed in God's solution for whatever situation that he would face. Because you need to trust someone. When you trust someone, you're trusting him not in good times. You're trusting him when there's something at stake. When, when, when your life is at stake, that's where you're trusting somebody to help you in that situation. And it is also written that the Lord was with him and he was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. So this was a king that um, at that point Judah was... Um, subject to the king of Assyria uh, in the sense that they were paying um, whatever that was demanded by those kings for protection of course allegiance and whatever they, they, they were paying certain amounts to the king of Assyria uh, whomever the king of Assyria had um, conquered they would then pay uh, those things now King Hezekiah came in and said no I'm not I'm not gonna uh, uh, you know place my allegiance on this king I have only one God and this is whom to whom we belong as a nation. And then the response of the king of Assyria was in attacking um, Judah uh, or Jerusalem. But before he could attack uh, King Hezekiah and his people, he started um, with Samaria, where it was the king of Israel then. He went there and conquered them. He, he, at the end of three years, um, he took it because he would then go around and 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 um, make a, a siege mound around the city, and then the people would stay there and they will starve because they cannot go out and buy anything. They cannot come. No one can come in. No one can go out. Whatever food supplies they have, when they finish eating that, then they're hungry. They die of hunger, or they can as well give up and just um, uh, go with the king of Assyria and leave. So Samaria was captured. In Hezekiah's sixth year of his reign and it was the ninth year of Hoshea king of Israel so in, in verse 10 of 2nd Kings chapter 18 we are then told that King Hoshea uh, was the king of Israel and they took his city they took Samaria captured it and that was it it was now under the king of Assyria now then in the 14th year of King Hezekiah's reign then there was another one, Sennacherib, who was the king of Assyria. He came and attacked the cities of Judah and captured them. He targeted the fortified cities. So these were the cities that should have been sort of a protection around um, Jerusalem, for instance. These were the cities that were uh, fortified. They were made to be inaccessible or not easily accessible um, if there is an attack. So he went there and, and he, he, he captured those cities. He actually made sure that Judah would remember that their protection is not in the fortified cities, but the protection was in God. Because then Judah had already made these cities and thought, with our effort, we can protect our cities. Now Sennacherib came, king of Assyria, and dealt with those cities, fortified as they were. Now Ezekiel was in trouble. He realized that he was in serious trouble simply because he had just refused to continue paying um, allegiance to the king of Assyria. And then he then decided to relent and humble himself before the king of Assyria and said, I have done wrong, withdraw from me and I will pay whatever you demand of me. Now the king, um, he then charged Hezekiah, king of Judah, 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. 
And Hezekiah did something that I still don't understand why he did that. King Hezekiah then gave the king of Assyria all the silver that was found in the temple, all of it. So instead of him going to the temple at the first instance, he goes and takes out the silver that was in the temple. He takes out the treasuries that were in the royal palace. He also even took stripped off the gold of which was covering the doors and the doorpost of the temple of the Lord and he gave it to a foreign king. So he stripped the temple that was built for God so that he could give the gold, the treasuries that was in the temple to the king of Assyria. So he was now still trying to um, perhaps depend on his own negotiations instead of going to God. But then the king of Assyria still was not satisfied. And um, Hezekiah then responded uh, because the threat still continued. And it is written in Second Kings chapter 19 verse 1, the king Hezekiah tore his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. So at least he came to himself. He, he, he sobered a bit because that was the first thing he should have done going into the house of the Lord. But he initially started by negotiation and eventually even taking the treasuries that were in the temple and in the royal palace and giving to this king, trying to um, appease him, you know. But then he went to the house of the Lord and then he sent people to go to the prophet because they would normally do um, if they needed to hear from God they would go to the prophet because God spoke through prophets and to the kings and he then said to Isaiah um, pray for us you know um, pray for us let's see if God would not actually answer us now Isaiah responds that do not be afraid of the words which you have heard with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me now that is God speaking through uh, prophet Isaiah Surely I will send a spirit upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. Now praise God. God says to Isaiah, don't be afraid of this one. He is actually nothing before me. I will send a spirit, and he shall hear a rumor, and he will go away. So he will not come here. He's not going to defeat you. He's just nothing. There is nothing that he's going to do. But then the king of Assyria still persisted you know and uh, sent a letter to Hezekiah and when Hezekiah received this letter praise God when he received this letter he read it and then went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord praise the name of the Lord Hezekiah went to the temple the second time now he took the letter and, and just spread it before God and said, here is a letter that I've received. These are the insulting words that come from the king of Assyria. These are the words of blaspheme from that king. And God has to respond because when you're praying, God gives a response. We may not at all times hear what he's saying, but God does respond. Because you see, God does not need to sit and think about what am I going to do with this issue. He gives an answer. It may not provide a solution for you today as you want it today, but that God has an answer, it's already there. He hears our prayers, and because we believe that he hears our prayers, therefore we believe that the thing we have asked of him, that thing he will give us. Praise God. So there is something important about the action of Hezekiah going to the house of the Lord. 
today we'll still have the argument that I can praise and worship God at home. I don't need to fellowship. There is a reason why God wanted the temple to be built. There is a reason why we needed to go to a place of worship and fellowship with one another. God does speak to us individually, but also the fellowship. Now, I will go later on in this in this episode to to the issue about the house of the Lord and why it is important that Hezekiah went to the house of the Lord. But now Hezekiah had prayed. Now God responded and it says, And it came to pass on a certain night that the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. And when people arose early in the morning, there were the corpses all dead. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went away, returned home and remained at Nineveh. Now it came to pass, as he was worshipping in the temple of Nishrok, his god, that his sons Adramelech and Shareza struck him down with a sword and they escaped into the land of Ararat. Then Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his place. 2 Kings chapter 19 verse 35 to 37. Now God answered, killed some people and that king went back just as he had said through the prophet Isaiah. May the Lord answer your prayers to today. May the Lord bring confusion to the camp of your enemies. May they turn away from all their evil plans and plots against your life as they did with king of Assyria, king in Sennacherib. May the Lord God answer your prayers, child of God. There are times where you know that, you know what, I don't need this. I truly don't need this trouble. I, I don't have strength for this trouble. I don't want it. I just don't have any strength. Perhaps you have fought big battles before. You have won big battles, but there is a battle that you realize that, you know what, this is just way too much trouble for me. I don't need this. And this is where God come, came in for the king of Judah. And he had shown that the enemy of the people of Judah would turn back. Just like that. Just like that. God would come in with a sword and deal with your enemies. And remember, children of God, we are not dealing with flesh and blood today. But we are dealing with principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this age. And we saying, praise God, that he will come in and drive them away from you and your family. Praise the name of the living God. Now, the, the issue of Hezekiah going into the temple, there's a word that Hezekiah held on to, and that is the word that drove him to the temple. Because otherwise, he could have just sent word from his royal palace to say, go call Isaiah, let Isaiah pray to God, and let's hear what the Lord God says. But he, the king, went to the temple to pray. He did not say, call Isaiah to go to the temple to pray to the God of Israel, God of Judah, so that he can answer us. He did not say, send everybody else to go and pray. He, the king, went and prayed. He went and took that letter, spread it before God and say, see father, what the king of Assyria is saying concerning you, blaspheming. There are people, there are spirits that are speaking evil against you. You know, the king of Assyria said a whole lot of things that were wrong. He said a whole lot of things that were looking down on the God of Israel. He would say that um, they 
the, the, the people of Israel, for example, have already been defeated. He will say that it is the God of Judah, it is God himself who gave him the, the instruction or the authority to attack the people of Israel. So he, he was actually speaking lies, making it look like he was bigger than God. He was saying to them, which of the other gods have managed to save the other cities and the other nations. So he had conquered other gods and he believed that he would still conquer the people of God that believed in the God of um, heaven. And and that was blaspheming against God. That was him um, telling the people of Judah that God had no power to save them. So these are the words that Sennacherib spoke against the God of Israel. He was saying to them, your God will not um, help you this time. Your God has failed to help Israel. He had already taken Hoshea, the king of Israel. He had already taken uh, Samaria. He had already dealt with the with a, 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 a northern uh, kingdom. He was now in the southern kingdom telling them, look what I did with uh, your brothers up there. Look what I've done with the other nations. You'll find demons even when you try to cast them out of uh, of, of, of a child of God. You'll find them uh, uh, speaking and 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 and, and gloating about the things that I have done. They, they will gloat, you know, um, we, we have done this, we have done that. Uh, we have done this, we have done that. We have taken this and we've taken his job, we've taken his business, we've taken his her husband or we've taken his wife. They will gloat for all the evil that they have done. And this was what um, this king of Assyria was doing. He was gloating over the people of God. Your God is unable to do these things. Some people will tell you that your God is unable to heal you of cancer. Some people will tell you your God is unable to heal you of HIV. Some people will tell you that where was your God when you lost your job? Where was your God when you went hungry? Where was your God when you lost your loved one? Where was your God when this and that defeated you? These are people that um, look down at God because of the circumstance of men on this earth as if God can only be equated with evil and good on this earth. Oh, but God, he is so good. When he speaks a word and we hold on to it, he remembers. Not that he forgets, but he, he brings it to remembrance that this is the word that he spoke. Now here is an issue about King Ezekiah going to the temple. It is written, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears will be attentive to prayer made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. Praise God. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 to 16. We like this word. When we're calling each other to prayer, we're saying, if my people that are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. My people called by my name will humble themselves and pray. But where are they praying? It's said here, in this place. Which place was that? There was a temple. When Solomon was dedicating the temple, he had finished uh, uh, building that temple. God came down 
said i'm gonna dwell in this place i, I i'm gonna have i'm gonna be here with you here in this temple so in the holy of holies the holiest place when you go in there the the the, the, the high priest going in there once a year go there and commune with god and speak to god on the behalf of the people i will be here in this temple but then when people come he says when they humble themselves hezekiah humbled himself he initially had attempted to resolve the problem by himself by trying to negotiate his way out of the wrath of the king of Assyria. So he initially trusted in his own efforts, but then he came to a point of humbling them himself and he personally went to the temple, to the very same place where God said to Solomon, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves. Oh, child of God, troubles will humble you. You'll see people that have no trouble all prideful and boastful going about their business without a care in the world you'll find a person that is rich in everything else and when they get sick then they are humble now they remember that we need to pray now they remember that they need someone to pray for them now they remember the name of the lord because trouble will humble you but god wants us to be humble not because of trouble but at all times to humble ourselves before him because we acknowledge that without God like Jesus said without me you can do nothing without me without me Jesus you can do nothing so if you are a child of God be humble enough to go to the father some of the things that you want God to do for you may seem like they are minute details but those are the things that God wants too the small things and the big things humble yourself before God go to him and pray when king hezekiah humbled himself and went personally to the temple to the place that was dedicated as the place of worship as the place of sacrifice he went and prayed to god and god answered if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves he says i will hear from heaven but before that he says if they also turn from their wicked ways hezekiah had already done that he ticked took out the the idols took out all of these uh, places of worship all these sacred pillars even that um, bronze snake of moses he took all of those things broke them down he restored worship in the temple so he had ticked the boxes in terms of obedience before god the only thing he had initially trusted in his own efforts but when he humbled himself and went to the temple and prayed god answered he says my eyes will be open so when you open up that letter before god and say father look at this letter this is a letter of demotion this is a letter of retrenchment this is a letter of regret this is a letter that is speaking negativity this is the report of the doctors that says i'm going to die when you take these things and say lord look at this he says my eyes will be open he says my ears will be attentive to the prayer made in this place oh praise god he said i have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually and king hezekiah believed this word when he had come to himself when he had come to realize that on his own he was unable to resolve this thing he went to god and say father look at this letter look at this report look at this blasphemous words of this evil king you child of god need to do the same 
you need to do the same i know that god is no longer his glory is no longer in the temple in jerusalem but you are the temple you need to go and commune with god he says you are the temple commune with god go and pray stand before the father bring the letter bring that report of the doctor bring that report of regret uh, from the employment that you were hoping to get bring that letter of regret when you have put in um, that proposal for a business bring whatever letter bring whatever response that you are getting that negative report bring it before the father bring it before him he will hear and he will answer hezekiah believed that if i go to the temple praise the name of the living god if i go there god is going to hear me if you take just one verse that talks to your situation and say father here it is written god will hear that prayer because god answers prayers that are according to his word he's not going to be answering your cries you are just crying for no reason we are not telling him what he says in his word because you see god honors his word above all his name so he honors his word find that word believe that word when you find it speak it concerning your situation you are sick child of god go open the book of isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 to 6 for he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement for our peace was upon him by his stripes we are healed hezekiah did not get the response immediately you, he was there praying the the king of assyria did not go immediately you'll remember he went and prayed the first time the king still came back king uh, of assyria sennacherib still came back he still built that siege mount even though hezekiah had been to the temple to pray so you cannot pray just once and say no god does not want to answer me maybe it is the will of god that i die of this disease no child of god the will of god is in his word he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement for our peace was upon him by his stripes we are healed you'll say no perhaps it is god who doesn't want me to be rich because they say the love of money is the beginning of evil or the root of all evil but you see that word when you listen to it it says if you love money not that when you use money when you take money when you make money then god has a problem he does not have a problem with you making money because he's written in his word that he will teach you how to make wealth so your business is not doing well take the scripture bring it before the father teach me lord how to market my business teach me how to go get new business opportunities teach me how to make money teach me how to be a successful businesswoman or businessman take the word of god bring it to his remembrance you'll see god doing it for you and when you have done that remain there don't change your position today you believe that you are healed by his stripes tomorrow this thing is going to kill me no it's not going to kill you child of god it's not going to kill you believe the word of god I listened um to a a, a word of God um John Gillick uh, in one of the books that he wrote and he tells a story of a woman that was sick and it was an old woman and when when John Gillick wanted to pray for this woman this woman said no um I'm old and whatever you so she had actually accepted the sickness and John Gillick said no I don't have a problem with you dying um I will pray for you you be healed then you can decide to die afterwards so you see that you you're not necessarily saying death will not come but you're saying 
I'm not going because of an attack of the enemy, because there is a provision for healing that comes from God. And therefore, I'm going to hold on to life. I'm going to hold on to healing. I'm going to hold on to divine health. I'm going to stand against the attack upon my body because the word of God says healing has been provided for me. And therefore, because God says so in his word, I believe him. I reject any other report. Then you hold on to that word until you see the defeat of your enemy, which is sickness and disease. Until you see the defeat of the enemy, which is poverty and financial troubles. May your enemy go back like the king of Assyria. May he be confused and find a, a, a rumor, hear a rumor and go back. May your enemies turn back. May the enemy that takes away your money from your bank account turn back. May your enemy that takes away your clients turn back. May your enemy that makes people to hate you at work turn back. May your enemy that brings sickness and disease in your body turn back. May they all turn back to where they come from. And the good thing about it is this. That king was killed by his own son. And as I've said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this age. Now may those principalities and powers turn back in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When the people of God humble themselves and pray, their God hears their prayers and he answers. The Lord richly bless you, child of God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the Word of God your anchor.